back for another edition of Chat BTV. I'm Mark Johnson. I'm Stella Rose Johnson. And we are here in CA, that's California. And we uh, are here for the wedding of Harriet Scanlon and Ryan. And uh, the wedding was held in beautiful downtown San Francisco. Um, What a sight, huh? I mean, what a setting. Yeah, it was beautiful in Grace Cathedral. Um, Stunning. The architecture, the vibes. It was getting there in in the bus. (laughs) It was a whirlwind of a day. It kind of almost seemed to me like Italy. Yeah, it did have a very European vibe to it. I feel like some cathedrals you walk into, you're kind of transported. You could be in California or like Florence. Now, Harriet, of course, is the second daughter of my good friend, college roommate, Glenn, who is basically your uncle. And uh, this is the second time, I guess it was five, six years ago, we were right here in California for Harriet's older sister, Emma's wedding. And um, so I, I, what, what really... What really stood out for you now? It's a couple of days after the wedding here. What what really stood out for you about Harriet's wedding? I think it was genuinely just a group of people that loved her and Ryan and that she loved. It was pretty intimate. Like I think there was maybe about 120, 130 people. But when it came down to it, like everyone, it just felt like everyone was pretty close friends and it wasn't. I don't know. I feel like some weddings, there's it's too many people and you can't socialize and you're kind of running around as the bride and groom. But I feel like they did a very good job of making everyone feel seen and talked to. Um, And it was just it was really nice to see everyone that you don't see as often now um, and just to celebrate a beautiful love. And the location really could not beat it where we had the view of the San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge. Bridge. And um yeah, just great people, great food, great music. It was a very beautiful event. Yeah, I would say, you know, the pace was just really nice. We had a, you know, we had a really nice couple of days, didn't really feel rushed in any way. You know, something nice about having a wedding in the afternoon, mm-hmm. kind of just, you know, able to just sort of chill. And as you said, I, I don't know, I just sort of felt like every time we turned around, there was another meal. Yeah, the the dinner was funny. The dinner was a lot of food, but it was all so good. But I think you're right. Like us getting there a day or two before and then staying after, it kind of evens it all out because I think getting to weddings sometimes can be a hike. And then it's definitely just a whirlwind of emotion and, you know, planning if there's the party before, the party after. So I was grateful to have like that day, day and a half with everyone and then the day the wedding came around in the afternoon, it was just like, oh, okay, going to the church and then eating dinner, going to bed. And also because we were staying on like the grounds of where the reception was, the after party and stuff. So we could really just walk up the stairs and go to bed when we were tired. Um, I think a lot of times people still have to organize transportation and all of that. Now, later in the podcast, we will actually hear from Father of the Bride, Mother of the Bride, Audrey, who's a, an Episcopal bishop in ben, back in Pennsylvania, scored the church in downtown San Francisco for us. We'll also hear from Emma, uh, Harriet's older sister, matron of honor, and of course, we will hear from the bride herself. How would you, 
How would you describe uh, Team Scanlon and in particular Harriet? Oh, the best. A crew that I am very grateful to know. Um, I think they are each other's backbone, genuinely. Like they show up for each other. I know Emma in her speech was talking about her relationship with her sister growing up um, and just being the older sister and the things that they've overcome in their relationship which is very beautiful to see kind of the evolution of like two sisters that might butt heads and then you have your sister essentially like as a neighbor when you're older because they both live in California Um, and something I noticed throughout the whole day and night was just Emma always grabbing the back of the dress before Harriet would kind of go anywhere to make sure that it wasn't dragging or getting dirty or just like she was always right there for her which is such a small thing but also I feel like a a symbol of just her really having her back um Glenn and Audrey absolute best They're very lucky to have them as parents and they raised two incredible children um Harriet just a goddess an angel we love her she so so poised just holds herself very well she was very I feel like for your wedding day, there's probably a lot of jitters and maybe some stress, but she was just very calm and just taking things as they came. Um, Very chill bride, beautiful bride, very happy to see all of us and always so lovely to see all of them. Um, Yeah, they're just, they're definitely a team. Like that's a crew. You look at that family and you're like, those are teammates and they just love each other so much and I love seeing them. You know, one thing you mentioned I would really echo, too, which is that I would actually guess there were fewer people than 120, but I guess when you start actually adding people up, it, that's probably closer than what I would have thought. But I, I really was struck, too, how it wasn't so big. I mean, I really felt like I spent a good time, a good amount of time with Emma, a good amount of time with Harriet, even. I, I frankly came out here expecting if I got five minutes with the bride that that, that would have been totally fair yeah I agree I think coming into this trip I had the expectation that we would see her or see her and Ryan and they'd probably be pretty preoccupied but it would be lovely to see them even if it was yeah for five minutes but um I feel like I was able to talk to her a lot as well which I really appreciated and just being able to like sit down at the brunch and just chat or talk to her the dinner the night before um and it wasn't all necessarily like about the wedding. I think as beautiful and big of an event for her as that was, I'm sure it's also nice to sometimes just sit with the people that you know and just talk about life and um, yeah, little things also happening in that moment, but just such a lovely individual. So it's always nice to catch up with her and just see her for such a special day. All right. So no pressure on this next question. All right. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Uh, and you know, no, no pressure, um, anytime soon or anything like that. But is, was there anything that you saw at this wedding that you said to yourself, Hmm, maybe I'll, I'll consider that, um, if I ever get married. Great question. Um, something that stood out to me was Gary, the dog coming and walking down with them when they re-entered the party before dinner. I thought that was very wholesome and, very like little family picture moment um I don't know if if I have a dog if I would include them in the wedding party but I do think that that's something that I you don't traditionally see um 
uh, maybe I'd think about it. Maybe I'd think about it. But it'd have to be like a really well-behaved trained dog to have them in that setting. Um, but I liked that she had the disposable cameras at the table. I thought that was really special. Just something that they can get developed and look back on. Um, as obviously people are taking pictures on their phones and stuff. But just for like Ryan and Harriet to have pictures from each table um because obviously like they couldn't be at every table I'd, I'd maybe do that that was that was fun I mean I think I think there's a few things that I was like oh that's beautiful I could I could see myself incorporating that but I also every wedding is very different depending on the individuals and like religion traditions I think there's a lot of factors and so I really can't say because I don't know who I'm gonna marry um but yeah do you want Glenn to give the the toast instead of me say yes yes no I would love for both of you to give a toast if you wanted to collaborate on a toast that would make my day (laughs) all right so yesterday second daughter you're in this incredible cathedral in downtown San Francisco. You're, everybody's in the church, ready to go. You're walking down the aisle with your daughter and you're feeling what? That's a good question. I'm not really sure I was allowed to feel anything. Um, Harriet, my daughter, just told me to keep talking to her. So I was really kind of focused on making sure I got her delivered to the end of the aisle. I was told by the organizers of the wedding at the cathedral not to look at anybody. Just, you know, mission, center line, like you're on a landing on an aircraft carrier, just deliver the product, right? So that's kind of what I was, I was on a mission. But I did sneak a peek um, accidentally at a couple of people on the way by. I didn't let that distract me though. and you've landed a lot of aircraft carriers in your life. I, I, I have. That is the clumsiest metaphor I think I've ever used in my life. But um, it was uh, it was a little scary. But we had rehearsed everything, so you know, it went according to plan. I was kind of stunned how many people were there. That was the the one thing I didn't expect. I should probably have expected that there would be people at the wedding. Um, but it was really easy. I'll admit that I even got a little choked up. I'm not sure why. Maybe I was kind of um, reflecting on that possibility in my future. Well, it's inevitable, probably. Although, who knows with Stella how that will go. I mean, she might elope. One can only hope, right? It'll save you a lot of money, let me tell you what. Uh, In fact, when the time comes, let's talk. How was this wedding uh, with Harriet different than Emma's a few years ago? Well, we had nothing to do with the planning. Uh, the bride and groom did everything. And so we just went for a ride on this one. Um, we didn't really have a lot to do for Emma's wedding either, although we were a lot more involved, I think, in the planning for that one. So this one was just buy a suit, show up, give a speech, go home. I'd just like to say it was a beautiful wedding, um, beautiful family. I did start crying immediately when I saw you and Harriet walk down the aisle and I saw Harriet mouthing to people, stop crying, because I think then it was making her choke up. Um, But I think it's just a very, probably a moment where you black out a little bit because there's just, it's been so much planning and so much time and 
anticipation and then it just happens and you're surrounded by so many people that you love and that love you so it's just a it's a very nice thing to be a part of what about ryan tell us about him Ryan is a peach. He's uh, he's a very laid back guy uh, on the surface, but he's also an he's a pretty intense guy too. He works really hard, um, but he doesn't let it he doesn't let it show that he's working really hard. You know what I mean? He's kind of got a nice balance. Um, he's absolutely lovely to Harriet, and that's reciprocated. Um, and he has a tremendously nice family. Their natural instinct for hospitality is really unbelievable and they manifested that here on this trip uh in every way and made us feel comfortable welcome you know we're the out-of-towners here right we host a wedding three thousand miles from home and they made us feel at home so it was great all right let's um switch gears here because really you know i mean this podcast isn't really about you it's about me and stella so um let's get your view of what do you think about stella rose johnson these days well we were at a wedding all of us as you recall in telluride a couple of years ago and uh, my wife audrey couldn't make it so i was solo and stella was my plus one on that trip and i don't think you know she's also she and i have connected on a couple of occasions once when you had a surgery in boston and she and i hung out together a little bit um she's just great company i mean she's one of these people who you know you can talk to or not talk to you just being with her is nice and you know just when i saw her here it just you know it's always it's kind of lights you up she's uh she's a she's good to be with Let's go back to last night. I thought your speech was really good. Um, very, just sort of, just the right tone. What was the message you wanted to get across? Well, there was two things. First of all, I, you know, when <laughs> I gave that speech to, to my friends, um, I didn't know a lot of the people at the wedding, but I, when I realized, actually, when I was writing it, it was too late to change anything, that I was really talking to you and to you, Stella. Um, so two things. One is that um, I'm stunned that people keep coming <laughs> coming back to weddings when we invite them. And actually, I should say, Harriet is the one that invited all of you. But all of my dearest, closest friends came. And I just wanted to acknowledge how m- much that meant to us. Um, it's a lot to schlep out here. Uh, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of expense. Um, and I think it's finally sinking in that you people really love me. And I love you right back. The other message was, we don't have a lot of time left. Mark, you were the one that told me, I think, we're in the fourth quarter, buddy. And we got to start paying attention because there's not a lot of time left. And I just want to make sure we don't, we savor every minute. One other thing I'm curious about. So how would you describe the difference between your older daughter, who also gave just a stop the show speech, um, and Harriet, your younger daughter, who just got married? Well, Emma, our oldest, um, her nickname when growing up was Hurricane because she was a force of nature. Harriet, much more reserved, quiet kid, um, third kid, you know, kind of easygoing. Um, they couldn't be more different people, but they're fast friends, best friends maybe. Uh, and I thought Emma did a really nice job uh, keeping, helping keep it together with Harriet this weekend. It was nice. Talk about the highlight of her speech, talking about sort of helping Harriet as she grew up. 
Um, yeah, she was a really good big sister to her. Um, that she's told a couple of funny stories about, mostly about protecting her, right, keeping her out of trouble. Um, and you know, she she and her brother Bill um, really were were good to good to their little sister. Still are. Last question: the, This scene that we're sitting in here is really kind of hard to describe. Um, over my left shoulder here is uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, which we walked up yesterday. But, I mean, this is just remarkable. So I'll, I'll let you try to paint the picture with words. Well, and everybody knows what the Golden Gate Bridge looks like. Um, we are lucky enough this weekend to have spectacular weather so that most of the time we've been able to actually see the bridge, <laughs> except when we were on it and the fog blew in. Um, but be, the bridge is special to me because my dad worked on it, my brother, two years ago. Um, and so being here... It, in my literally my favorite place in the world with the people that mean the most to me in the world was a lot and when we hiked it yesterday with all my best friends um, I really kind of didn't have words for that um, and I still don't um, we are in Sausalito we have a perfect view of the city across the bay um, and it's a gorgeous day here and unfortunately now we have to pack up and go home so any other questions you have Thank you for letting me a part, be a part of this this weekend. Love, love ya. <laughs> all right, we are here with the mother of the bride, M.O.B., as she's been calling herself all weekend, um, Audrey, dear friend. Uh, Bishop in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I mean, the obvious question. So what was like yesterday like for you? Yesterday was awesome. I, you know, you just said I'm the bishop of central Pennsylvania, and the truth is that I didn't want to be a bishop yesterday. I wanted to be the mother of the bride. So the very first draft of the bulletin that came out said the right Reverend Audrey Scanlon, and I made them scrub it because I really just wanted to be mom. So I was. It was good. And this is round two for you, Emma, six years ago. How, how were the two... Marriage, marriages, wedding ceremonies, different? Wildly different. Emma's was bare feet on the beach in northern, northern, northern California. Harriet is, and this is not to say Emma is not, but Harriet has an elegance about her. And, and I felt this was a really smooth affair. I mean, Emma's was too. <laughs> But this had a different feel. How is it different? I don't know. Just see, maybe I was more aware of the attention to the floral displays, and it was in a giant church, yeah. beautiful church. So there was a sacredness to the setting. Emma's was on the beach in a kind of a wild, natural environment. So those two settings were very different, and I think set the tone. I don't think I've been in a church like that. I mean, I was trying to mentally prepare myself. It made me think of some of the churches in Rome and in Italy. I haven't been to Rome, so I can't compare, but I've been to Florence. And, yeah, it's a spectacular cathedral. And it's also a cathedral noted for its social activism. And so being there in that feeling of both the sacredness of it, but also knowing that they're working for progressive social causes made me feel good. 
What do you think is Ryan's worst quality? Just kidding. What, what do you tell me your impression of Ryan? Tell our listeners your impression of Ryan. So my impression of Ryan is that he is a pretty normal guy, given that he's had a very privileged upbringing. He could be aloof. He could be, you know, he's not. He's, he's just a normal guy. How is he different than your other daughter's husband? Hmm. The other daughter's husband. Well, Nick. Yes. So there's a difference because Nick is not only a Marine, so he has a certain uh, protocol and training about him. But Nick is the father of three children, two of whom are quite active young people. So there's a side of Nick that I see as a disciplinarian, as somebody who keeps these little toddlers in line. And Ryan's, you know, he's still a free and easy surfing boy. Did you get, I, I got choked up yesterday watching Glenn take Harriet down the aisle. I was, I was projecting a little bit being in that situation, mm-hmm. presumably at some point in my own life. Yeah, it was beautiful. And one of the reasons, you know, I went wedding dress shopping with Harriet and we knew she would be at Grace Cathedral and we knew the space and we knew the length of the aisle. And when she was trying dresses on, she said, I need to get a cathedral train. So there is an elegance and a beauty to that that she wanted and she got. So, Why didn't you want to officiate? Um, I really just wanted to be the mom and to sit in the pew and to enjoy it. And when you're the officiant, you are working. You're attending to details that other people don't even notice. And I just wanted to be present for her. So I was very happy in my role. Did you give her any advice? No. Nope. She's got a good solid head, that kid. What was it like for you to watch Emma, who gave, I thought, one of the speeches of the night last night at the dinner, and and Glenn? Oh, I was so proud. I mean, I'm getting kind of teary thinking about it. Emma did such a great job. She is an amazing woman herself. So to see her kind of speak out about the depth of their relationship was so touching to me. It was great. And Glenn? I knew Glenn was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous for Glenn, and I knew he would be happy when it was over. So I thought his speech was great, and I was probably as relieved as he was when he got to sit down. Are you going to move to California so you can be closer to your two kids? I don't know. I mean, we're going to retire in four years. I'm going to retire in four years. We can't, frankly, afford to live in California. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is something about being accessible to family that's really important to me. Um, but we don't know yet. Maybe we'll be bi-coastal because I love Maine. I want to go to Maine. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really your place. Yeah, it is. I'm going camping there next week. Uh, it, speaking of which, you have done, how much of the Appalachian Trail have you done at this point? About 12%, which is like three, like almost 300 miles. Oh, my God, because it feels like you're out there all the time. That, that, that's, that's incredible. 
If I got credit for all of the miles that I have hiked over and over and over again, it would be much more. But we live on the Appalachian Trail, so I have hiked this maybe 10-mile distance 50 times. So, But you only get credit for that once. Yeah, that, that doesn't really seem fair. I thought one of the coolest things, you know, time is now um, a little weird to me. It's probably... So I have to double everything. So it was probably like a month or so ago you were out there with Emma? In April, the week after Easter, Emma and I did the Connecticut section of the Appalachian Trail. That was fun. It was a little harrowing. It was a little more challenging than I had thought it was going to be. There's a part right outside of Kent called St. John's Ledges, which is a complete rock face that you have to descend. That was really scary. And when we got to the bottom, (laughs) I had to have a moment to collect myself. That was fun, though. Emma's really fun to hike with. All right, so I told you that, that this is going to be two minutes. We're now coming up on nine. So that's, you know, that's what you do. Um, anything else you want to add? I would add, yes, because you're the one who's interviewing me, that there's something really special about having all of Glenn's college friends. You call yourself the family together, and you have been unfailingly loyal and wonderful about coming to all these things so thank you we're going to return the favor when it's Stella's turn well it goes both ways I mean you know Glenn and Jamie and the rest of those guys have been there for us too so yeah it was great I my one regret is that you just in an event like this you don't have enough time to spend one-on-one with everybody that you want to so well you can always have another party yeah we could when you move out to california Uh, yeah all right here we are in one of the most beautiful settings in the world we're here with um emma who is harriet's older sister and was the matron of honor yesterday what was yesterday like Yesterday was uh, exhausting, (laughs) but it was lovely. We had a beautiful day. Um, There had been a lot of lead up to yesterday. Harriet and Ryan have planned this for almost a year. And to watch your little sister and her very best friend get to be together and spend the day together and and being at Grace Cathedral especially was really, it just kind of hit once we were in the the cathedral. It was was beautiful. Um, They are so well-suited for one another and to get to really in full confidence push her off and and them off together was great watching um glenn your dad one of my closest friends was i have to say i i didn't think i was going to be moved but watching him walk with harriet down the aisle wow yeah i i am not an emotional person um I may need to look inward and explore that, (laughs) but I got really emotional (laughs) watching our dad. Um, You know, we didn't really play into the family dynamics of oldest, middle, youngest, but yesterday it really sort of became evident, well, this is the baby of our family, and um, and she wasn't babied by any means, but it was, there's something really special about about that happening and and us being fortunate to have our parents in great health and be very very involved parts of our lives with all of their amazing friends and it was very emotional listen I don't cry I don't I didn't even cry when my kids were born so I cried when I saw my sister walk down with our dad it was great you got married six years ago not not that far from here right 
We were married in Mendocino, like three hours north. Okay, California's big. California's really big. <laughs> same state. <laughs> Feels like same state. Same state. Could be a different state. We, uh, yeah, we were married six years ago, and Harriet was in our wedding then, and we didn't, we did know Ryan at that point, but he wasn't part of our, of our day. Um, and, and marriage is not like a walk in the park, but if you marry your best friend, which it's such a cliche thing to say, but I feel I've done that with Nick and I know Harriet and Ryan have done that. It's, it's a journey and you compliment one another through the good stuff and the tough stuff. And they'll do that. And Nick and I have done that. I think what's also remarkable is Harriet and Ryan are both, they've got some really specific ideas of what they want to do next. Like Harriet wants to continue her education and, and really is committed to, to keeping that path moving forward. And Ryan is like ready to support her in that. And I think that's amazing. Um, I think when you marry a friend, a companion, it's, you're ready to help each other grow. And that's a very cliche thing to say, but it's so, but it's true. Cliches are there for a reason. So what, what have you found challenging about being married? I mean, the shared space <laughs> I would really enjoy my own bathroom um you know it's challenging to I I have a hard time admitting my when I'm wrong and you have to do that you have to, you have to humble yourself in a marriage um and if you marry the right person they will allow you to do that if you're not very graceful about it they'll be cool with it <laughs> so Nick is very much that way for me he puts up with a lot um, but I think what's hard is to acknowledge it's not awesome all the time. And if it were, it would be like, you know, everybody would do it. <laughs> so I think that's a, that's a sign of like real commitment to one another and commitment to the whole sanctity of marriage is like, it's going to suck. And when it sucks, you're in it together. And it's also going to be friggin' awesome. There are really, really high peak, high peaks and low lows. And you got to ride it out with, with somebody who's got your back through the good and the bad. So that's been tough. I've really enjoyed, I follow you on Facebook. I think you're one of the funniest people I know. And I think part of that acknowledgement, too, is how you acknowledge that having kids is not always um, a walk in the park and super fun either. I mean, you haven't left your kids in the car with the windows rolled up, but pretty damn close. And who hasn't? <laughs> so if if you're not going to be honest and speak to that truth of being a parent, then you know, I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> I have to say also, because this is about Harriet and Ryan, they have been instrumental in helping raise those kids. And, you know, Everett met Ryan. In fact, Everett walked for the very first time to Ryan. So they, he has been integral to their development and they don't know anything before Harriet and Ryan. And we are so, I think that is such a, a blessing. I, I don't, I know a lot of people who have siblings and aren't necessarily close or, and that, you know, they are caregivers to them and we're grateful for that. And they're going to be amazing parents because of it, because they get it. They know it's not all like sunshine and roses and they're in it with us. In fact, when Nick's dad passed away a few months ago, earlier last at the beginning of the year, yeah, we had to bounce because it was super unexpected. And Harriet and Ryan were like, hands down, we're there. And our kids were uh, awful for them but we didn't know about it until <laughs> we got home because they were like we're just gonna be in it and live it and then we got home and heard about how miserable they were <laughs> but they're they're in it they get it so they'll be amazing amazing parents if they choose you you talked a little bit about glenn your dad um so what was it like yesterday watching your parents you know they've they 
it's rare to now, like I'm 36 and I have a lot of friends whose parents are no longer together. And it's, it's rare now to find people whose parents are still married and um, watching them come together to help celebrate Harriet was remarkable. And I think, you know, we didn't play into it growing up, or at least I didn't feel the fi- family dynamics of like youngest, middle, oldest really came it didn't there was no emphasis there really like oh you're the oldest you got to steer the ship there was really none of that but something about yesterday knowing well that's their baby I mean god I'm not like an emotional person but that did I was very emotional thinking well that's you know that's like baby Alice getting married that's like they're they're little they're youngest so as a parent I can you know empathize with that sort of feeling of well that's your littlest and she's and you know we're five years apart that's a significant chunk of span a span of time apart so it was lovely it was great to watch them get to I don't know send her off so to speak I'm not going to tell you how young 36 is (laughs) but um also uh you know and Stella's here and and of course you know chat BTV is really all about me um I I me are my pronouns I use and Stella um so tell me what it was like seeing Stella when I saw Stella, and I follow Stella on social media, and she is remarkable. I remember when Stella was like a baby, a toddler, and to watch her grow up and know, and this is maybe a little bit morbid, but I'm going to hit you with it. When you guys are all no longer physically present, I've got Stella and Kate and Sam and Harriet and Bill, and that's like that next generation. I feel the same way about my cousins, watching them grow into really cool people and like just solid human beings and knowing like oh I get that we get that for moving forward I mean we're not like wishing you away but we know that that'll be you know we're gonna all we'll be at each our kids weddings with one another and that's amazing I remember finding out that Stella Rose and Kate and Sam were not our cousins and I it was like someone died I was like what do you mean that we're not blood related (laughs) Which doesn't matter because they're very much my cousins. Uh, seeing them has been a true highlight of this weekend because they're great. And I, I, you know, life is wild and people move around, but we got to make more of an effort to see each other beyond weddings and funerals and the like. Well, and not to be morbid, but things change in an instant. You mentioned, um, you know, Sam and Katie, Jamie Birmingham, Glenn's other, you know, as we found out at um, Katie's wedding, there are a ton of people out there that think Jamie Birmingham is exclusively their best friend. He's like <laughs> best friends with like nine people. Um, and it, it, you know, it's great to see them too. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also remarkable when you don't spend a lot of physical time with one another and you can see each other in, you know, every four, six years. I mean, I haven't seen you guys since I got married. And it doesn't, you know, it's like you just pick up where you left off. I know you're all in touch in the interim, but it's great. It's just great to know that those are those are really people in your life that you can call upon at a moment's notice, and you're all over the place. So there's a comfort in that. Yeah. How are you feeling today the day after? Well, I hydrated very well last night, so I feel great. And um, this what this weekend was n- not about me, but it, I was very much involved in helping whatever with whomever needed help. And it's a little bit of a, a load off. I can go home and go back to my dirty house and wrangle my stupid kids and <laughs> get back to the get back to the routine of work. It feels great. It's nice. This was a very this brunch the day after was a last minute addition, which is was very welcomed because it's so nice to get to 
chat with everybody before they go off to the airport. We are here with the bride, Harriet, who I have known since you were maybe, oh God, I mean, you might have been one foot tall. Oh, well, you would know. I didn't have conscious memory yet, but yeah, I've known Mark my entire life. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. This is, people try to prepare you and tell you that it's going to feel surreal and crazy, and it does, but no amount of warning can prepare you for any of this. I'm tired, but in the best way. Like, my feet hurt from dancing, and yeah, I'm just really happy. That was such an incredible event yesterday at such an incredible place. I mean, as you can imagine, for me, watching Glenn take you down the aisle, I mean, I even get a little emotional just thinking about it again. What was that like for you? I know. I know it's touching to see you (laughs) emotional about it. Um, It was nice. We had to remind each other to walk slowly. And he's my dad, so it was good. We held hands, and we kind of giggled and talked. I don't know if that read to the crowd. (laughs) We didn't plan that, but we're both anxious talkers, so we, I don't even remember the exact words, but it doesn't matter. It was comfortable. And then last night when he gave his talk, again, I had one of those moments where he gave this incredible talk about you and, and about Ryan, and then I saw you mouth over to him. You just said, nice job. Yeah. He did a really nice job. He was a little nervous. I mean, no pressure, father of the bride, to give his speech. So I was nervous by proxy, I was thinking. But he was so comfortable. He did great. He did a really nice job. And he only made me cry twice. <laughs> but it was good. What made you cry? Um, quite honestly, he just mentioned people who couldn't be there. And it was appropriate and graceful. And it just... It was on everyone's minds, but to hear him say it, that it hit me. <laughs> tell me, um, tell me, what is it about Ryan that made you want to marry him? Ryan is hilarious, very smart, and very easygoing and relaxed. Uh, he will show up to the airport 30 minutes before his flight. And that's including the security line. I am not that way. I'm pretty measured and almost to a fault. Um, but we just balance each other. He reminds me to stay relaxed. And it's just been comfortable and like hanging with your pal since day one. How did you guys meet? We were set up by mutual friends. Um, we had our first date at Della Santina, which is a little hole-in-the-wall Italian place in Sonoma. And Ryan arrived what he thought was early, he was late, because he thought that this restaurant would have a bar so he could pregame, um, and it didn't. They don't have a bar. It's, I was sitting in an alley, just waiting for him. <laughs> but yeah, our first date was great. We got carded on our first date. Fun fact about me and Ryan is that we have the same birthday, June 9th, and we discovered that on our first day when we got carted ordering a bottle of wine. It's not, not the same year. No. Let the record show I'm three years younger. <laughs> 1992. He's 1989. Okay. Good. I mean, that would have been probably too much. Uh, and where are you going for your honeymoon? We are going to Maui for 10 days. 
Um, we leave tomorrow morning, and it'll be the best, easiest <laughs> trip ever. For once, he's planned this whole trip. That's usually my job, but I feel really treated. He's in charge. <laughs> One other question. We, we talked to Emma. Um, I mean, the relationship you two have is just really wonderful. Um, what was what was the yesterday she was your matron of honor what was that how I guess how special was that for you it was great I very special to me um it felt a little bit more mature I was her maid of honor when she was married and so now it just made sense and it was very grounding to have my best friend (laughs) with me all day um she had shout wipes she had just everything you could imagine in her purse she was perfect Shout wipes? Yeah, we, um, little known fact that you're really getting the inside scoop. I got a bit of makeup on the shoulder of my dress right before we entered the reception. And there was Emma with a shout it out. This is not sponsored by the company Shout, but um, <laughs> yeah, she blotted out a little stain on my dress. It, those moments were extremely helpful. And she just held my hand when she knew I was nervous. We kind of communicate telepathically. <laughs> 